0: Jokic wide open, three-pointer, and he knocked it home. Big bucket there. That puts the Nuggets back up by nine. Jokic gets it to Murray for three. 50! Give him 50 in game number six! Nuggets lead it by 10. Denver Nuggets win
1: by 12. They force a game seven, 119-107. Jamal Murray has 50 again. PK, he had two uh, lousy games in games two and three when the Nuggets... We're pulling out. But other than that, those other four games, the Jazz have found no way to defend him.
2: Yeah, I wonder if they'll be tired watching him score 50, because I sure am.
1: Where's you out? I'm sick of it. So you didn't mean physically tired. You mean disgusted tired. I meant tired as in whatever definition you want to throw out there. I'm tired of it. Donovan Mitchell with 44 points, but... This was uh, one of the games where uh, you can sit around and say, "Man, they could use Bogdanovich shooting the ball because Conley was the only other guy who did much of anything."
2: Yeah, and they could have used Hornacek, and they could have used Stockton, <laughs> and, and they could, whoever the hell you want them to add. He will. Go Get ahead and track. add them. It doesn't matter. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Sounds like you want to kick a chair right now. So you're happy? I am. I mean, I realize you're you're RSL one, so you should be giddy. But gosh, it's high yeah. actually. But oh no, not the way you sounded, man! I heard that call. I watched the whole whole fourth quarter of that game. So, <laughs> the fourth so quarter. So, you, man! You just—I thought you. Well, I can't say what I thought happened with you, but <laughs> man, that was something.
1: <laughs> game seven Tuesday night. The series is tied three-three. Your reaction? We got it up on our Facebook page. We'll get to your thoughts on this. Steve Cleveland, our basketball insider, will join us coming up at 9 o'clock. DJ Epique.
0: Hashtag NBA.
1: The Clippers win their first round series with the Mavericks. Four games to two. 111-97. They controlled that the whole way, and they didn't miss Marcus Morris when he got kicked out in the first quarter for whacking Luka Doncic on the side of the head. I thought you told me he was going to get
2: fined and suspended for stepping on his heel and yeah, ankle. Yeah,
1: I thought he was, and he didn't. Wait,
2: this is They today. could get suspended now? No, this is today's world, brother. You don't suspend Marcus Morris. Are you kidding me? Wake up. He just gets to hit whoever he wants. He got ejected, but that, that was a referee decision. That wasn't a league decision. Celtics and Raptors
1: open their second round series. Kemba Walker goes for 18 and 10. The Celtics were in control of that game the whole way. They win game one. Two more games coming up today. Heat and Bucks, game one in their second round series. And the Rockets and the Thunder. Rockets are up three games to two. They'll try to end that series in game six. Oklahoma City Thunder guard, Dennis Schroeder. Houston Rockets forward, P.J. Tucker. They were fine, $25,000 each. For their altercation in game five, Shooter ran through a Tucker swing, swung his arm, caught Tucker in the man zone. That's pocket change for these guys. You what? It's pocket change for these guys. It means nothing. Don't it do that again.
0: DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball.
1: College basketball just in the last hour. Word-breaking that John Thompson, the legendary Georgetown coach, has passed away, 78 years old, no cause of death. P.K., one of the giant of the games, his team's in the 80s. They were as good as it got.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. It yeah, seemed like they were in the Final Four every year in a slew of NBA guys, particularly big men outside of Allen Iverson. I mean, Ewing, the tumbo Mourning.
1: Yeah, that's three really good big yeah. men.
2: Yeah, and they've had had other players, obviously, who've gone there that not all are big men. Iverson, off the top of my head, being the most prominent, I might be missing somebody. Uh, But uh, you had those guys, and he was a giant of a man himself with the towel around his, uh, over his, uh, usually his left shoulder, and a social activist, too. Protests, I can't remember. Was it the prop issue? He walked off the floor before a game. Prop 48. Is that what it was? I think it was. Something like that, yeah. Thought it was a discriminatory discriminatory thing. So he left, the if I, if I recall, he left the game. Was there kind of like Kenny Smith showed up and then left right before? Yeah. Yeah. John Thompson, 78
1: years old, no cause of death, but word breaking that he passed away this morning. DJ and PK.
0: Hashtag NFL.
1: Cincinnati Bengals coach Zach Taylor says the number one pick, Joe Burrow, is in line to start game one for the Bengals. Coach saying he's just been impressive. He's what we expected when we took him number one overall. He hasn't disappointed one day he's been out there. Wow. Wow.
2: Plus, I couldn't name you who else is on the roster.
1: <laughs> so they got that going for them. I mean,
2: obviously, Kenny Anderson ain't walking through that door.
1: Good call. <laughs> Icky Woods is all done. Well,
2: no, he's not a quarterback. He needs he's some just, help, though. And it, we'll you, we're talking quarterbacks. So he, then, oh, I see your, your if point. Is he's going to be the
1: starting quarterback because there's no other quarterbacks. Yeah. I thought the point was. Hey, he looks great. Well, there's nobody on that roster, so when you put another NFL defense out there, he's not going to look great. I thought that's what you were getting at.
2: No, it's that of course he's going to start. I mean, they got rid of uh, the Red Rifle, Dalton. Yes. Who else is on the roster? I honestly don't know. I'd have to look it up. I probably heard their names, but off the top of my head, nobody comes to mind that they would have somebody who would be in contention for starter, and it doesn't look since like Cincinnati's going to win anytime soon here, particularly this season is what I'm talking about, so why not get him out there? You're going to lose anyway. Troy Aikman went 1-15 and ended up in the Hall of Fame. We all know that. I don't remember what Peyton Manning did in the first season, but it couldn't have been any worse than 1-15. Uh, he set an interception record, I think. Okay. Yeah. So, there's going to be a learning curve. It's just the way it is, so you might as well get going. Now, a lot of these quarterbacks have done... They've gotten, as time has gone on, they've done better as rookies uh, Murray was okay last year for Arizona, off the top of my head, too. is, But we've, we've seen younger quarterbacks play, and the idea, we've had Steve Young on, and he's talked about that to where, you know, they're getting the training and the coaching and all this stuff and the passing leagues that they're in. It's like it's more advanced than it was in his day, so you can see Rick, rookies maybe hitting the ground running a little bit better than they were versus some legendary quarterbacks of the game did at their times, too. Patrick Mahomes sat for a year, but they did have Alex Smith, and he was
1: cranking out playoff bursts pretty regularly, so to your point, the Bengals don't have an Alex Smith, so what the heck. And Mahomes is playing by the second year. Yeah, Mahomes clearly didn't need
2: play the first year. No, The way he has taken the league by storm.
1: One year to watch, Second yeah. year to the AFC title game, third year they win it. Well, all. if
2: I'm Cincinnati, I call up Andy Reid, What do you think we should do?
1: They're <laughs> <laughs> not, not in our division. Help <laughs> us out.
2: Right. I mean, obviously he knows what he's doing when it comes to QBs.
1: All right, DJ
0: and PK. Hashtag college football. CJ Evans in the backfield, he's the true freshman. And right away, Oldsfall is going to keep it. Pitch it to Evans. Evans, a nice block outside. And Evans has room. C.J. Evans makes a guy miss. And you wanted college football. First play, touchdown, Governors. 75 yards. How about that to kick off the 2020 season?
1: That was the FCS kickoff game in Montgomery, Alabama, in Central Arkansas. Beat Austin P 24-17. to 17. College football is here. Week zero, PK. And now, locally, it's a week from tonight. BYU kicking off at Navy.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. And, and these slower-profile schools, they should just be loving this because people were talking about Austin P and Central Arkansas. I mean, Central Arkansas, outside of Scotty Pippen, I don't know that I've ever mentioned his, that's, that program before in any version of whatsoever. And here they were playing, and they were promoing BYU and Navy. They're getting their name out there as far as being played, um, as you said, a wee, uh, week from tonight at 6 o'clock. All of us are anticipating that one big time, right? So with uh, – and it was week zero, so there wasn't that going to be that many big-name teams. I think Hawaii and Arizona were scheduled to play. They played last year uh, over in the island, so I assume it was going to be uh, here in – or not here, but my old home state here in Tucson. Uh, but, you know, other than that, these – what you would call lower-profile programs, are getting some nice run. That's kind of cool. And it should continue,
1: With you would think, also. There's a TV time slots to be filled, and Central Arkansas and Austin P got one of them. Auburn, which shut down practices last week, is going to resume tomorrow. They had nine players test positive. They've got seven other players who are considered high-risk don't know how those are distributed through position groups, but... High risk of what? Of contracting I assume animals. high risk if they yeah. get COVID that they have some medical condition. Okay. But they don't announce which one. They often don't even announce which players. I just want to know what high risk meant. Do they have asthma? Or are they diabetic? Or are they they got some other medical condition? Two All-Americans opting out of the season... Jamar Chase, wide receiver, LSU is not going to play. He's going to get ready for the NFL draft. Memphis running back Kenneth Gainwell doing the same thing. So a couple of names sitting out. But hey, I don't, I don't know about the depth at Memphis, but I figure it uh, at LSU. Some freshmans pretty pumped right now. Some high-profile guy who's going to be a star anyway is now going to get a chance a year
2: earlier. Well, the SEC just cranks out talent at an unbelievable level. So, yeah, this. although I was listening to it on... i not listening to it, but reading it on social media. And uh, the LSU people, they're, they're upset because it simply means more in that end of the country, that part of the country, and they want to win at the highest levels. And this young fellow here is a star, so... And if that's what he thinks he needs to do, it's his money. I'm not going to tell him what he needs to do by any stretch. But you're probably right there. It seems like they have just rolled out a ton of skilled players. They didn't have the quarterback. In many years. Last year they have the quarterback, and then they go 15-0. and zero. <laughs> But I get why LSU fans are bent out of shape,
1: because they're thinking, well, how are we going to beat Alabama? How are we going to beat Georgia? Uh, they just had 15-0 and 0 were on top of the world, and they don't want to be looking up at three or four of the SEC powerhouses.
2: Sure, but 15-0, and 0, you may go years before having oh, that yeah. one again. So yeah. I, my, my guess is they'll still be a very good football team. They always
1: are. Ohio State defensive tackle Haskell Garrett was shot early Sunday. He's a projected starter for the Ohio State Buckeyes on the D line. He was found with a through-and-through gunshot in his cheek. He's in stable condition.
2: Well, that's really surprising because you know Ohio State has nothing with Boy Scouts, and so to <laughs> see this happen to this program, it's just a, it's a once-in-a you know every few week uh, routine. It seems. Ah, I see what you did there. <laughs> Wound up for once <laughs> in a <laughs> lifetime and went for once in every
1: few weeks. <laughs> DJ
0: and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. And he hits one in the air. Into deep left field. Gordon chasing back. Track. Wall. Gone! Luis Robert with a walk-off. A three-run shot. And the White Sox win
1: it 5-2 over the Kansas City Royals here in 10 innings. some walk-offs yesterday. The Blue Jays also winning on a walk-off. They've had four walk-offs in 12 games in Buffalo. Stay in Buffalo. Got, got some kind of magic going on right there. The uh, Padres won 13 to 2. They're six games over 500, and now that we're a little more than a month into the season, here's the trade deadline. Today. So they're wheeling and dealing. Their B-rider was busy on social media yesterday. Well, I'm
2: Moreland and Rosenthal. Rosenthal, man, he throws like 800 miles an hour. Moreland's the a- a little older but he's having a phenomenal season. So yeah, so it's clear the Padres. And this is what they've been building to. And this is another success story of farm people, system, yeah. young guys, have a core of young guys, right. then add a couple pieces. Right. And so they they look great, yeah, absolutely. I mean they picked up picked up more than that. Those two guys were oh, the headliners. The headliners picked up Aaron Nola's brother, the star pitcher for KC. Uh, KC Philadelphia I don't know where I thought KC I don't know why I thought that but you have uh, him there as a backup catcher so yeah I mean the Dodgers got that division that's obvious I mean the Dodgers are the first team to 25 as they were last year if I remember first team to 25 and we talked about this last week you picked the number of games that the Dodgers would play this season and they would make the postseason no matter what and now certainly it looks like the Padres are going to be in there unless they have a collapse because we've only got a month to go. <laughs> <laughs> Love well, that compressed season. <laughs> Tomorrow September 1st. Does he give it time to unravel? <laughs> it's, it's funky. It, to me, the basketball wasn't that funky. Baseball is funky, but it's funky for everybody, and it's not like it was a labor dispute. So it's, to a degree it was, maybe another 25 games it was. But I wonder, we'll never know, would 25 games change the balance of the playoff teams, not the format, but the actual teams. Maybe a few because you would have had but because it expanded the playoffs,
1: you know, so maybe the ninth and eighth place teams, and the sixth and seventh place teams. But the way this is going, larger the teams that are supposed to be good are good. Yeah. And so it's gonna come down to what do they do in a playoff series, uh, you know, with the pressure on, they'll they'll be big innings, big outs, big pitches, all that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah, and they're taking it like it's real, so it's good enough for me.
1: So the the fan, the fan reaction from San Diego, <laughs> you know, that hey, it's a good team. They're excited. They're adding pieces. They're all pumped up. And then a longtime uh, media member down there comes on and, like, well, remember in 2011, the last time they were above 500, they did this and they ended up trading away Corey Kluber and two Cy Young awards. So be careful what you wish for
2: Yeah, be careful what you wish for them. And they also did it later when they signed Shields and they traded him and got Tatis back.
1: So So, you never
2: know. So be careful in what you wish for is exactly what you would wish for. You would make that trade 100% of the time.
1: And they've been on the other end of fire sale trades and ended up with Trevor Hoffman for Gary Sheffield. So you hit on some and you miss on some. And you can be on either end of the deal, hitting or missing. Uh, The Red Sox. So just throw up the white towel and uh, say, hey, this isn't going anywhere. We're done. Unload salary and save money, especially not knowing what's going to happen
2: with next season. What do you mean next season?
1: Is next season going to start on time? Are they going to have fans in the stands? The Red Sox oh. are making a lot of money off packing, what, 40000 ish into that ballpark every night, whatever it is. We're not going to have fans
2: next season either?
1: I don't know. I'm looking at them unloading. Ooh, and thinking, <laughs> I know, right? them on. An outdoor sport by April? I mean, I hope so, but I don't know. They can have fans. They may not have capacity, but they can have fans.
0: DJ and PK. Hashtag RSL.
1: RSL, the 4-4 draw in Portland. Two goals in the last five minutes.
2: You and were then they giddy, would... man! It was so fun to hear your voice at the death, PK. There's four minutes of added time. Don't you don't need to justify 93-45. it? 93-45. Yeah, they were playing, and I got it. It was I watched the fourth quarter, and I watched play each time.
1: <laughs> fourth quarter.
2: I did. The basketball Lakers had uh, assumed control at that point. I was flicking back and forth, and you know, Lakers ran away a little bit. Portland gave them a little bit of a run, but couldn't stay with it without Lillard. And so then I turned over, watched the fourth quarter. Man, and was it Johnson put that on? Sam Johnson. You yes. were giddy. I was happy
1: for you. And then Sunday morning, you wake up to the news. Deloy Hansen is announcing that he's going to sell RSL, the Utah Royals, the Monarchs, the
2: stadium, the academy. He's out. You were right in the middle of that story with his wife texting you. Yeah. Oh, man. I was just texting me Friday part of night the at news. 10 o'clock, or Thursday night at 10 o'clock. There you go, man. And you didn't bring it up till Friday after our show and you had it that whole morning? Jeez. It was posted at KUTV.com. Ran Not until Friday TV. after our show. And you had it, it Thursday? was supposed to
1: be tested. No, 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 no. You said you had it Thursday. She texted Thursday. It was supposed to be on KUTV.com Thursday night. I think it was. But some of the quote ran Thursday night on the news at 10 o'clock.
2: Why didn't we talk about it? Because I love when people say they don't have a racist bone in their body. The one thing that I've seen just unofficially is once someone labels you as a racist you can doesn't matter what you say or do you can't disavow it that's not always yeah, fair no it's not but, it fair. Seems, but it just seems but I'm making an observation here
1: and right off the top of my head, I can't say, well, this person was accused, but look how people think of them now. I can't I can't think of anybody right, right now. It's
2: like once you get, that's a, one of the last things you want to be labeled. I'm not saying he is or isn't. I'm just speaking generally. Right. When you get labeled that, it seems like it's almost impossible to overcome it. Yeah. And then you follow with the cliche, fill in the place, person's name, doesn't have a racist bone in his or her body. You know? And then you go read the comments and then they just, they get predictable. Once you get labeled that, it's like so hard to overcome. And maybe it shouldn't be able to be overcome. I don't know. We'd have to look at every individual case. I'm speaking generally in this case here. uh, And then, you know, I don't know what this investigation is going. I don't know if they'll do an investigation now. Maybe they'll just stop. Yes, that's what I would think. Because I don't know what he said the other night, whether you agree with it. Well, I guess it was in the morning right. on the radio about the night's game the night before. I don't know if that's enough to make him be forced to sell. It seemed to me it was more on the investigation. Maybe I got that wrong. I don't think you did. I think he did the interview
1: on, now I'm getting all
2: my days messed up,
1: Thursday morning. And then he did an interview Thursday afternoon to walk that back. Right. And what would have been the fallout after he walks it back? We'll never know. Because the athletic story is posted an right. hour, hour and a half later. Right, right, right. And that far surpassed. That's that's any, what I anything thought. Anything in the interview. And so at that point, uh, I think everybody thought, well, he's going to end up getting out, but when and how hard is he going to have to be pushed until that
2: happens? Yeah, I don't know what the, event, the results would be. I, I don't know the man at all. I've never had. I've had zero interaction with him, but obviously you have and we've had Dunsith. I know Dunsith through stuff we've done you know him very well, so I'm like two people removed from people whom I trust, so there you go, it's a shocking quick, maybe not a shocking story but the quickness and the rapidity of it, to go boom, boom, gone (laughs) just seems
1: like, wow Uh, yeah, and as you say, being in the middle of it that's how it felt very quick also you know, but people put their names on the stories. Now, there was once of the of the multiple allegations in The Athletic, there was one that um, was anonymous. But there were multiple in there that were not. And uh, Brian Malay last night talking off the air said, "Since watch this all unfold. And he's like you, like kind of knows of the people, but, you know, sports isn't his beat. He's not interacting with these people. He says, but when it happens like that, I assume there was going to be more. And I said, there were a lot of people pursuing more, you know, whether they would those stories would have gotten posted or printed or told on camera. But people definitely think there were more stories out there. And that that's why Deloy walked away and said, enough. You know? maybe, yeah, well, you could
2: lead to that conclusion. It would right. make sense.
1: But because he said enough, I don't know that we'll get there. I suspect now people, but I, I can't guarantee, maybe more stories will be posted. I don't know. DJ and PK. Golf. PK, that's as good as it gets, making those putts, those names, big-name guys, John Rom. Uh, after DJ made an incredible putt to get to a playoff, Rom makes an incredible, they're, A, they're long putts, B, the way they just barely touch them, it just had to be incredibly fast, and massive breaks, which when you're watching on TV and you can't really see them, I mean, it's exciting yeah. enough in person to watch somebody read a break and, and hit a putt,
2: you TV. could see Rom's break. I think Dustin's was more about the downhill. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it was unbelievable. It could get better if it was a major, obviously. Uh, but yeah, there was sensational putts that these guys made, and it, you know, we 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 see these dudes bomb at 350 and all that, and that's all well and good, but putts. It's not about size. It's not about strength. You could be the smallest, the biggest, or anywhere in between. It's about touch. It's about fortitude, mental toughness, all those types of things. It's about practice, being in those situations who knows how many times. And then you have the pressure. It's a shame there weren't fans there because the place would have gone bonkers. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. On on both of them. On both of those putts. But yeah, that was golf at its finest. And even a casual golf fan would appreciate that. And to hit those putts to force OT and then to make one to win the thing, it's incredible. You wonder I've always viewed uh, John Rom as a poor man's Dustin Johnson, and we'll see. Is he able to make the leap and win some big, you know, he's won tournaments, but really take off because it looks like he's got all the ability.
1: What is Trending? Brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. We're joined now by Gabe. Gabe joins us right now. And, Gabe, you have been a busy man. Syringa Networks, uh, in this uh, this summer, with everybody working from home, have you ever been busier? Have things ever moved faster?
3: No, that, that is a very true statement there. We have indeed been busy upgrading Internet access and providing integrated voice solutions and different things to our clients here in Utah for remote workers and uh, folks that uh, looking to upgrade the internet, add security, all sorts of different things have really been keeping us busy um, as a telecommunications company here in Utah this this summer for sure.
1: Gabe Gomez joining us, Syringa Home, Syringa Networks, home to complete telecom and IT solutions. Uh, how complicated does it get these days?
3: It gets extremely complicated having uh, you know having so many different uh, things to worry about right now. You know, there were, you, yeah, I read somewhere where. A large percentage of the American workforce is working from home, and those are just um, just securing that in terms of Internet security and uh, establishing all those connections and endpoints, of, You know, something that a lot of IT um, departments have never even thought about um, doing. And so it's, it's extremely complicated to navigate through what you need to be doing these days.
1: So you have tech support 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year, and this next note is going to freak people out. You actually have people who answer the phone when there's a problem. You don't get automated press 2, automated press 1, 2, 3, or 4. You don't get that? You get an actual person?
3: That is correct. Yeah, that's uh, one of the the big, uh, what we certainly believe in is making sure that uh, our clients are able to access our technicians and engineers whenever it is that they need them. 7 by 24, 365, where we are live to answer phones and work through any issues or um, provide consultation, et cetera whatever our clients need we're, we're here for them.
1: All right how do people
3: get a hold of Syringa networks if they need help? Well the best way is to hit our website at, uh, at uh, syringanetworks.net, and uh, there there's there's a chat function or there is a there's a automated ways to get a hold of uh, any one of our engineers or sales professionals and uh, a whole host of resources that businesses can can read up on and and video that they can they can watch to see how they can best uh, outfit their enterprises for the, the, the future. Gabe Gomez,
1: Syringa Networks, joining us. You can find him at syringanetworks.com. Gabe, thanks a lot. Thank you, guys. DJ and PK, 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. We're broadcasting live. Jeremy where it's a little cool this morning. What happened to 106 degrees? It's gone. It was it was in the 50s this morning. We are uh, joined right now by Heidi Walker and Maurice Bomas. They are the uh, COO and Director of Marketing and Communications, respectively, from the Salt Lake Chamber. It's the Salt Lake Chamber Classic Golf Tournament. Zions Bank, CBRE, the major sponsors. Ladies, how's it going?
4: Pretty it's good. Great,
1: yeah. You a little cold this morning?
4: It's a little chilly, colder <laughs> than we usually. Most of our tournaments are usually in June, so this caught us off a little guard. But caught us off guard, yeah.
1: So what's the uh, what's the chamber up to these days? What are you doing? Everything's changing in business. It's got to yeah. be crazy times.
4: It has been an amazing time. I think uh, the resiliency of business has been really in- inspiring. Um, to hear the stories we share the stories about businesses and what they're doing to innovate, it's just been really really inspiring. And today is no. It's a perfect example of that. Businesses who say, I want to get back out and do some of the things that we used to do, even if we have to do them differently.
1: So downtown and Salt Lake City is not just downtown, but it is downtown. Right. And uh, a real challenge there because there aren't nearly as many people working downtown anymore. As we just heard, stringing networks, mm-hmm. a lot of people working remotely.
4: Yeah, exactly. In fact, the Downtown Alliance, which is a sister organization of the Salt Lake Chambers, last week announced 23% of... Uh, Workers are working downtown right now, downtown workers. So, yeah, we'd love to see more people downtown doing it safely, obviously. All
1: right. Well, thanks for having us up here, and uh, have a good day today.
4: All right. Thanks. Thanks.
1: All right. The Salt Lake Chamber Classic Golf Tournament here at Jeremy Ranch. DJ and PK. Game 7 coming up. Your reaction next. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.